For our message this week, we wanted to pause our schedule to be sensitive to the events that are happening in our country and in our world. We want to communicate that we stand in solidarity with the black community as they rightly fight and protest injustice and racism in America. And let me begin by saying that on behalf of Northwood Young Adults, we stand in opposition against all racism. And we believe that as children of God, we are all equally created in his image, holding the same value and worth. We also stand in full support of life. Life is a gift from God and should not be innocently and foolishly taken away. And prejudices of skin color have no room in the kingdom of God. And inequality is in direct conflict with the truth of the gospel. And through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, we are all united through adoption into the family of God. And 1 Peter says that we are one race, not many, but one under the umbrella of Christ. And for this week, Pastor Corey Burchard and I recorded a conversation to address the circumstances and to give us all some challenges and encouragement. Well, what's up, guys? Uh, Mike and Corey here. You know, as pastors of this generation, uh, as leaders of this generation, as uh, Christ followers, brothers, and, and sons of God, uh, I think we not only have a right to act and speak when it comes to the issue of racism and injustice, but I think we have a responsibility. Um, I, as the church, uh, the church isn't a passive entity, right? right? Like the church is made up of people. It's a living and breathing organism. It's a body. And, uh, and so as such, I, I think it's important that we have conversations as the body, as the church, about issues that are pertinent to it, right? Yeah, for sure. And like you said, the church is a body. And so when uh, one part of the body hurts, we all hurt, right? We, we all take notice and then should act accordingly to, mm-hmm. to help out that hurt and to help heal that hurt. And yep. so what we wanted to do is just kind of give like a breakdown of, uh, of a few starting places when you come to, to think about what's going on in our country and in the world yep. right now. And so the first thing that we wanted to, to tackle was the question of what do we stand for? And so to be perfectly clear, we stand for the gospel. And so the gospel, yeah, it's absolutely a vertical reconciliation, right, between us and God. That when Jesus came and lived and died in our place, that, you know, his blood sets us free, his sacrifice sets us free from Mm -hmm. our sin and puts us in a relationship with the Father. Absolutely. But it was also a horizontal reconciliation that that between brothers and sisters, between, uh, you know, different races and and different colors and ethnicities, we're all united under that umbrella of Christ and and adopted into his family. Um, And that includes... Uh, you know, by saying that we stand for the gospel, that includes the fact that we stand for equality, yep. that we stand for unity. It means that we stand uh, with, uh, along with our black brothers and sisters in Christ. It means we stand for the oppressed, uh, the hurting, the broken, the suffering, the sinners, right? We stand for all of that and, and, and the reconciliation of all of those people uh, underneath the umbrella of the gospel. Right. When we say we stand for the gospel, it means we stand for all of that, right? right and exactly. so all of that is included. I think it's important that when we know what we stand for, we also got to be pretty spot on with what we stand against. And so let's take a few moments speaking to that as well. We we stand against racism uh, in thought, mm-hmm. in action, uh, not just in ideology, but in the limitations in which it holds, in the way that uh, uh, people are treated through it. I mean, we stand against Racism, yes, like I said, absolutely. not just in thought but in action. Yeah. Oh, the gospel compels us to stand against 
hatred mm-hmm. and all acts of it. Um, it commands us to stand against sin, right? Like, right. like this isn't just a race talk fully, but it's even below that. It's a, it's a, it's an evil talk, right? It's a, it's an evil talk of prejudice and violence and injustice. Um, and so, just as much as we stand for the gospel, when you stand for the gospel, it also means you have to stand against some things as well. Right. Absolutely. And we have to stand against racism, injustice, violence, prejudice, sin, evil. Right. Absolutely. And and just kind of going off that, you know, when we talk about the idea of injustice, you know, right along with that, in my mind, comes the idea of the wrath of God, which I know is not exactly, a, you know, like the, the most fun right. topic. Or but, an easy thing to kind of like, Right, exactly. Um, and, and just from what I've noticed and from what I've heard in my experience, usually the people that have the, the toughest time, uh, you know, not being able to wrap their brains around the wrath of God are people who haven't endured any injustice, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe who lived a life of privilege where instead those who deal with injustice to hear that, man, God is on your side and God wants equality and God is, you know, he created everyone in his image and he wants to fight for that. You know, even scripture says, we were talking about it earlier, that God says, vengeance is mine. And so we know that God has our back, has (laughs) your back during this time. And we know just through scripture and through his character, what he stands for. Um, So Corey, what would you say are some some easy ways to put this into action? And so what can we do uh, with uh, this situation and where we find ourselves. Right. Well, I, th- I think the easy thing is knowing what we stand for, right? Mm-hmm. The gospel and for our black brothers and sisters in Christ and for um, everything we've talked about. And the easy thing is what we stand against, and that's racism and justice. The harder part is, well, what do we do about it? And, right. and this isn't where <clears throat> I'm going to be ignoring an elephant in a room or even trying to understand as, as two white pastors here having this conversation with you guys. Um, I don't know all the answers of what we can do, uh, but I do believe, I know for myself, and we've had this talks, and also had a talks with a lot of you as well, is we're beginning a conversation about what does some action steps look like. Right. Um, and I think that's going to come through me, myself, I know you, a lot of us like humbling ourselves and committing to a few things. And this is what I've kind of... Um, learned through this, even for the short time frame of just going through this, is some easy uh, first things we can do, and not easy, maybe just first things sure. we can do, because not easy at all, is is we can listen. Right. Like We can listen to each other. And I think lins- listening isn't just, I heard what you say. Listening is when I feel what you're saying. Like uh, I had a close friend of mine share with me this week that empathy is not saying, like, I understand. Empathy is when you say, I don't understand so much that can you help me feel what you feel? Mm -hmm. And so we can listen. And through listening, we begin to learn. We learn from experience of what uh, you've walked through, or we learn from experience maybe previously. We educate ourselves, right, Mm -hmm. to know what to continue to stand on and to also know when to, like, repent and head the opposite direction, right? We educate. the next is we can we can begin to love and not just love in theory or not just love on a on a Facebook or Instagram post, but love in action right. and, and begin to, uh, in the same way Jesus reconciles us vertically, begin reconciliation um, horizontally. And and the last I think that I'm starting to do is just lean into the tension yeah. and and not try to maybe avoid it or not try to. Um, like just say because I don't know everything, I'm not going to do anything. But but be willing to take a risk of leaning in, however I can. I think change ultimately doesn't happen without the heart, and only Jesus changes the heart. Uh, but I know as our hearts change, and as unity comes, and as we get in community with each other, like in community conversations take place. And I think conversations is going to be massive for this generation to be able to do better. Right. 
Yeah, I love that. And so just to close this out, I would love to pray for us, pray for uh, healing of um, not yeah. only just the, the big C church, but for our country and for our world. Yep. And, um, and so if you would, join me uh, as we pray. God, we thank you so much for um, your power. God, we thank you for the truth of the gospel, that uh, the fact that you came into, into, into flesh and yeah. came to dwell among man, that uh, you, you came to set the record straight. Um, that there's no partiality in the kingdom of God, mm. and that we are all created equal in your image, yep. all equally died for, and all equally resurrected for. And yeah. so, God, we trust you with that news, God, that we would not only believe it for ourselves, but believe it for others, and to to share that good news, to let that pierce our hearts, and then to affect our actions, to affect our behavior mm-hmm. towards people who maybe don't look like us, or maybe don't act like us, uh, and, and God, to embrace those those unique things about everyone, everyone inside the family and yeah. kingdom of God. And uh, to God, and God, I just ultimately pray for healing, God, in our nation, uh, healing in uh, in the church, God, for these prejudices to to uh, dissolve in yep. the name of Jesus, um, God. We see that in the the story of the Good Samaritan, where uh, disagreements and you know these barriers of race, this, these barriers of ethnicity or status, or these all these different barriers that the world can build, God, they 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 don't stand in the kingdom of God. At the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, they crumble. And mm-hmm. so, God, we pray that they would. And we trust you with that. We know that you're going to work in mighty ways. And this yep. right now could be a turning point in the church of Jesus Christ, that you're going to move yep. in a mighty way. And this would be a watershed moment for our country and for the church, God. So we trust you with it. And we pray that your kingdom would come and your will would be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for watching and listening this week. I would encourage you to continue praying for the healing of our country. And as we say every week, and this week it takes on new and deeper meaning, go change your world.